I were working in film, we, um, we had a lot of amazing experiences that we could have done a whole other podcast on. Sure. Here we are doing it on the truth. It's a very ordinary life that we live now. <laughs> Our identity. Motherhood. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I think it's easy to get caught up in that. Like, all the things we could be doing, you know, or we were doing. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. And this is Unraveling the Call podcast. Hello, hello. Is this thing on? Good I morning. Think it's working. Happy Mother's Day, sister. It's Mother's Day. It sure is. How was your morning? What did you guys do? Oh my gosh. Well, I woke up bright and early. Of course. Knowing that we were going to do this today. I have to say, it feels great to wake up before the kids to do anything productive. Yes, it so does. And like have a thought without a scream, a talk. I feel like so many people in my life have been telling me to do this, to wake up an hour before the kids. Mm -hmm. At least you have told me this. Johnny has told me this. I've heard this in a million billion podcasts of successful people who do this. (laughs) And yet I still choose sleep. I know. But sleeping is good too. It's so hard. It's such a hard thing. But I know we go through the whole day. Sometimes Colin and I and we're like, did we even have a conversation over Therese screaming or singing a new song? You know, and so it's nice to just like have that quiet time. Just an hour of adult time. So happy Mother's Day to us. Um, We decided to do this podcast on Mother's Day. Why? Because um, I think traditionally Mother's Day is expected to be a day where people are giving you things or appreciating you as a mom. And I think that when I was thinking about this and we kept postponing our podcast episode one, because who cannot agree that this, there is nothing harder and scarier than just starting on whatever it is. Yeah. It's just showing up. And then once you're there, you're there. I think that's the hardest part. Right. So we, after going back and forth so many times, what day, what time, who are we interviewing? What is the topic? What is the name of our podcast? We finally ended up here on mother's on mother's day morning. So happy mother's day to all our mothers, our expecting mothers, our spiritual mothers. Yeah. I think motherhood can really turn your identity for a loop. And if I'm being honest with all of our listeners, I hope there's more than five. Mom, are you there? (laughs) Yeah. Hello, hello, Grandma. <laughs> I love you, Mama T. Me too. <laughs> um, I think that when you become a mom, if you had goals or dreams before that that didn't include being a mom, mm-hmm. I mean, for myself, I was not. I have many friends that um, you know can't wait to be moms, mm-hmm. and they um, just dreamed of the day that they would become a mom. And if I'm being right. completely honest. Even though I'm obsessed with my kids, absolutely obsessed, I would literally throw my body in front of a moving car for them. Absolutely. I did not really imagine them before they arrived. No, you didn't (laughs) have your Pinterest board set up. No, there was no Pinterest board. I know. Um, But if you lose sight of what God has planted in front of you right now, whether that's being a mom, whether that's you're in a job right now and it's not your dream job, sure. whatever that is, whatever's in your path in front of you in this very moment yeah. is what God wants for you. 100%. So guess what? If you don't accept it and all you're wanting is what you don't have, you're in a constant state of um, not being, you're not happy and you're not feeling fulfilled. And what you're always saying, longing for something Different. Exactly. And longing creates stress for it does. me at least. Me too. Like, um, I've only recently in my life learned to be 
happy with my present mm, self. I love that. That's taken me a long time. What was it that, what do you think, what was something that clicked, Rich, in that moment where you were like, wait, this is enough. I am enough. I have so much. I'm so, I am really blessed in this life. I, I honestly feel like it was after our second child, after I had my daughter. And yeah. I just felt with with my son Having the first kid was definitely a big shift because I had just come from a very career-driven life. Yes. Um, It was just me and my husband, Johnny. Mm -hmm. We were living in Hawaii. We're traveling all over. A true dream. If you really break it down, if you talk about it now, it's like, oh, the dreaming. (laughs) When we're amidst poopy diapers and crap Mm -hmm. all over us, we look at each other sometimes and we're like, did we really have a time before this? I mean, And you really miss it then. It's crazy. It is beautiful, though. When we had Grace and she mm. she came here and as the I, grace she really was literally grace to our family. Yeah. Um, I prayed the whole nine months, like God please prepare me. I just wanted to feel at peace when she arrived. I at love peace that. with my situation, at peace yeah. with my family, happy to be a mother of two hundred two, not scared. No. And it happened. It was Ugh. like she came and I felt total peace. You did. Total you grace. Did. And you have gratitude in that. And I think that's that's the biggest part is like mm-hmm. we can easily I'm the biggest nitpicker I think Colin calls me that once a week and I can be I just I mean I, they're the mirror to our they're the mirror to our <laughs> souls and I can nitpick and you know if things aren't perfectly how they should be or how they should be how in my mind they, I think they should be and then if you stop and think and if you had more gratitude at all the things that are going right right you'd be like wow, I get to celebrate Mother's Day. Exactly. So many people struggle with this day, Bridge. We were just talking about it. Totally. There are so many people. Like, I I just spoke with um, a woman who I work with who um, actually pulled me aside and said, this weekend is hard for me every year because I I don't have a good relationship with my mom. Right. Which we forget that that's a thing. Exactly. Her mom has mental illness and... She just said to me, this is always a hard weekend. Mm-hmm. And while I can't relate to that, because I do have a great relationship with my mom, mm-hmm. um, Father's Day is hard for me. And I think you said something great um, earlier today. We were talking about, you know, what we're doing for it, like how we're celebrating. Like, I know how you and Johnny are celebrating. And and I, and I, it's easy as a wife to be like, you need to do all these things for me. It's my day. And it's this weekend is especially hard. My husband just had caco duty which means he had to go tell a mother she lost her son this weekend um in military so here i am you know thinking about like what are we going to do making all these plans it really puts things in perspective at least i am a mother at least i have a husband and that that loves me and when can that be enough i think even though that moment too was probably so horrible for for Colin to have to experience and then to come back and share that with you in a way those moments also put in perspective for all of us like suffering of others is almost a way for us to realize yeah this is a blessing you right. know the diapers are a blessing <laughs> the late nights are a blessing the snuggles in the bed the snuggles in the bed at 3 a.m are a blessing because totally. somewhere out there there is a mother who just lost, lost their son we have this innate ability as women. I think it's in our, in our genetic, I don't even know. It's just like, we're made this way to just love. Yeah. Who are some of your favorite women that you just see? And you're like, I want to emulate her. Gosh, like a lot of women that have been like, have lived a life. I think 
your grandmother is a perfect person, but she is oh, a mother, so that's a hard one. Mama she T. She is a good mom. Talk about Mama and a T. Good grandmother. Yeah, she's just, which is a mother. Hashtag grandmother goals. Seriously, and that's mothering in and of itself, because like it is. If you think about it, oh, like definitely. Sometimes they're better moms than me. I. It's like yeah. round two of motherhood. Absolutely. My mother-in-law's a great grandmother. Your mother-in-law's great. Oh, yeah. I and mean, to be surrounded by so many amazing women on Mother's Day. You yes. Know, whether you're a mom, whether you're not a mom. It's just women. It's a day to celebrate what women bring to this world. Which, which is life. Is life. I know. Exactly. That's so true. And our, our moms, we, we both, I have to say, are some of the lucky ones. I, don't, I, we, I wouldn't have the faith I have today. Without my strong mother. Shout out to our moms <laughs> right now. Shout out to Patrice and Eileen for Did you appreciate your here. mom? Of course not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moms. This is a little plug for you guys mid, mid-podcast. I have to openly confess, I did not oh, no. appreciate you, mom, Aww. until I had my own chitlins. <laughs> those damn chitlins and now i'm like how the heck did she do this seven times and she is seven you guys okay we're on one and two so i just would like to paint that i'm picture already for you. like throwing the towel two's good and johnny's like no we're having more god's plan God, it is god's plan and i i can admire that in both of our moms i think mm-hmm. in this day and age is so quick I, actually my boss the other day was just like Mackenzie, so you're done after you're done what is up with everybody after two that? right and i'm like Oh, I, I don't, I don't think I'm done. How do you say that? Like, no, actually God's will. I actually cannot stand when people come up to It's actually not my decision. You have a boy and a girl. Oh, you're done. You you did it. Fridge, you got one of each. You're done. One of each. (laughs) I'm like, one of each. You act like we're talking about like Furbies from the the toy (laughs) aisle. Like they all have different personalities. Mm -hmm. I hope I have another boy. I hope I have another girl. I do too. Um, because they're all so different. I know. Every child brings something different. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I do think um, that this day is really important. And um, I think it can bring a lot of, you know, suffering, like we talked about earlier. Definitely. But how do you how do you deal with suffering? I think it's easy to, to on this day, on, on holidays in general, Christmas, just any anniversaries, I think it's really easy to, to sit in the suffering and be like, wow, I'm, I'm upset. I'm, but is there a way that you feel like... I think it brings a lot of joy, actually. I was literally just going to say joy because I think, first of all, in this day and age with social media and these perfect pictures of mothers on Instagram mm-hmm. and and just, you know, seeing and judging that for what it is can really be a source of stress and anxiety, especially totally. on this day. You could just be, you could spend all day today thinking, I don't measure up. Right. I'm not a mom yet. Or I am a mom and, and my hair will enough. never look like that. Sure. I think every season just has its challenges and beautiful moments in motherhood. Definitely. But wouldn't you agree that motherhood just amplifies it? For example, oh, like yeah. when you picked your word, it was so amplified because you brought this life into the world. Yes. And so I think your joy as just Bridget yeah. is, is joyful, right? And then bringing this life which is god-given into the world it's like on fire for me i felt my rawest um self-giving was was in the act of delivery wow that was just laying all out all your whole life yeah everything i've ever i just you really come head to head with yourself and everything comes out that's so true literally your child literally everything comes out (laughs) and that moment of holding a baby just is 
There's no, can mm-hmm. you even put it into words? Of course not. No, you, you can't even put that moment no, into words because you've been talking to this thing this for thing nine months. They can't see. Just walking around with you. Wondering what it is. Rolling around in your belly. And then in that moment, you see each other and it's like you've known each other already. Yeah. It's weird. It is weird. It's weird and creepy. And, and you never love anything more. I, and no. I, one of my old boss used to tell me, she, she loved her husband, but she said, but Mackenzie, you, you'll love your husband. You do love your husband. You will never love anything more than that thing you brought in. It's crazy. And that's God, you guys. I think he loves us more than we can ever love ourselves. Yes. And more than our husbands can love us, more than anyone can love us. You know, and we want these perfect relationships, these perfect everything. But the only person that can love us the most is God. And he shows us a slight glimmer sliver of this when we bring a person into this world because we're imperfect. What a gift that he gives that to us, though, Rich. Like here's a little well that's what I that's that's what I I needed that in my life I I needed to see um you know I needed to be brought back down to earth because I think Mm. before I got married that took that that was a sliver like when getting married was a sliver sliver of joy Mm -hmm. yes it's Mm -hmm. you know here you're you're taking your life that was once just being lived for you and now you're joining it with someone else And having to learn this other person, having to share your space, share your time, learn from them. They learn from you. And that was this moment of, okay, life isn't about you, Bridget. Right. And then all of a sudden a kid came. Kid number one comes. Life is really really not about you. Never was. (laughs) And then three months postpartum, I found out I'm pregnant again. And God's like, hey, just so you know, life is really not about you. (laughs) Just in case you forgot in between. (laughs) Still not about you. (laughs) With all of these things in life, like, I don't know if you feel the same way. Yeah. Um, They are just like humbling me. And I think getting me closer to probably the person I was always meant to be. Um, but I don't know if I would have been able to find these things on my own. No. Um, but it's not to say that if you don't have these things yet in your life, if you're mm-hmm. still um, waiting for a relationship or waiting for children or a family, um, oh, I would yeah. just say be growing in how can I give myself today to somebody in my circle? So yeah, not focusing that. on yourself all the time, not focusing on your dreams or, you know, how to get ahead. If you mm-hmm. only focus about that, um, it's just, it's going to create unrest because we were meant to, as women, give up ourselves in That's some so capacity. True. Yeah. So whether you're volunteering or yeah. um, spending time, like more time in community in your church. Taking care of the sick. There's so many, there's so many things. Exactly. Think of one way I would say that you can give up yourself and it will probably evoke the same joy that mm-hmm. you would feel. Yeah. You know, giving, giving yourself to a child. Weekend has been hard on Colin and I, and last weekend just because it's been so busy and things haven't gone my way, and I can so easily get in a state and a place of like I feel bad for myself or in a place of despair, like I have to do everything, and it's so well. It's easy for anyone to just start thinking inward. What did I? Why isn't this person doing this for for me? Me, me, me. me. It's such a selfish way. way, and it's so hard to recognize. And, you know, honestly, I don't recognize it in the moment. I might know in the back of my head this is happening, but it takes me a second to get through it. And I think it's, I think in motherhood, it's the easiest place to get that way. Because although it is hard to be selfish in motherhood, which we need to be sometimes for ourselves to be happy and to be good mothers. Exactly. But there's another place that we joke about, Bridge, where we're like, why didn't they figure it out themselves? Why didn't they plan? Why didn't they read my mind? Why didn't they read my mind? (laughs) 
And it's just such a lie because first of all, you guys, men are built so differently than women. Absolutely. (laughs) Like totally different. And why are we trying to control? When you find out your partner's love language and you start speaking to that love language, you will actually see that it will become reciprocated because it will just be a fluid, natural thing. Because it's become so natural. Exactly. And so, but that, I think that's the key to life is looking at the other person, whoever that person is in Mm -hmm. your moment and in your life Mm -hmm. and say, I want to, my, my, yeah, my human reaction is why aren't they serving me? (laughs) Totally. But then flipping that human reaction and saying, okay, I, I will recognize that I just had that thought. Mm. It's fine that I had that thought because we're all all sinful. We're all sinners. But how can I flip that thought and say, you know what? I'm going to do something for them. Right. You know, he also had a hard day. He also is going through something. It's not about me. There's so much we can say about mother's day. I, it's really a celebration of starting something new for us and this podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether you are creating life or creating anything Creation. that is just on your heart, mm-hmm. um, I think that's something that needs to be celebrated. So taking a small step towards that dream, whatever your dream is, I would just say to anyone who's thinking of doing something creative or or just challenging yourself whether it's like even if it's you feel silly like you just just go do it it. yeah here we are in our sweatpants doing it barely out of bed we may have three listeners and thank you shout out to those three mom mom and mama t but i think the biggest celebration of this moment of us starting this whatever it will turn into is just starting it yeah and that's something that should be celebrated and so that's hard enough yeah just celebrating the little things um the little wins the little gifts the little gifts um yeah and who you're created to be yeah no wasted time for the believer. That's for damn like sure. Our, like our BFF always says. Father Austin Lickie. Ken's just to end, what are you reading and watching right now? Oh my gosh. Okay. I actually just finished, so I'll just say it. How to break up with your phone. <gasps> and I am giving it to you next year. My mom wants it. It's, um, let's be honest, you guys. Who isn't an addict with their phone? If, you're, if you aren't, then you're lying or you're just perfect. <laughs> Um, and you have a flip phone. Seriously, you have you might have a flip phone, which is great, and maybe I should um, convert. But anyway, it was an awesome read. It was very practical. It showed ways how to um, limit your usage on your phone and um, yeah. What and was on the Instagram. best like practical advice from that book? I think the advice was there's this app called Moment and. It tracks how much time you open your phone, you guys. And it's like, Mackenzie, you've hit 41 times today. You guys, that means I touched my, like I opened my phone to do something, some silly thing, 41 times. Oh, that's scary. Isn't that terrifying? So Mm. do you ever just go to grab your phone? And then the biggest thing I learned about the book is we can't, unfortunately, have conversations anymore without thinking about what's going on in our phone, which is jarring and terrifying. And I, I, we can't live like this anymore. That's true. That was really humbling, to say the least. How to break up with your phone. How to break up with your phone. I forgot who it's by. And then when I'm watching, Bridge, I saw your buddy. I saw your buddy this week. Which one? I don't know if I should recommend it. <laughs> Zach Efron. Um, Bridge worked with him on oh, a, a movie a couple years ago. He is playing Ted Bundy on... Um, it's a terrifying series about the serial killer. I cannot believe that. Wait, was Ted Bundy overweight, though? No. Or am I making that up? I know. I think I never knew who he was until this show. I think of him this handsome push up. No. In between all of his takes. Oh my gosh. On the side of set. So I can't imagine him playing this like overrun. (laughs) Like who was, 
she I'm was actually was Ted Bundy. Don't worry, I thought the same thing. Ted Bundy <laughs> killed thirty women. I knew that he had done something. He was crazy. a serial killer, um, and he kept a relationship for like three years during it. And <gasps> that, and it's actually really sad because like he a was, girlfriend or mm-hmm. a wife, and then a wife. He was very charming. So you have to see it. Well, I should. I don't know. It's it's very scary, but it's true. And I think it was at a time you Is guys. It on it's on Netflix and it was at a time when we didn't have social media, bringing it back to social media. And so, um, it really had, they had to draw it out because they had to show the world that serial killers aren't as we imagine, just these slimy, creepy guys. It's a, it's a guy in your neighborhood, you know? Wow. So that was scary for me. The acting was on point, which kind of scares me, um, as an actor, but also I'm like, Zach, were you doing these things? Because you're so good at this role. Right. But you know, he did a fantastic job. Honestly, Rich, you would have been proud. He's a, he's a great actor. I have He to is say. going from you know high school musical to this it's yeah. kind of a jump no 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 he's I think he's like he's just got he's got depth that you wouldn't uh, would never expect, expect. Uh-uh. yeah so that's what about what about you what are you watching and reading oh gosh well I just think about our book club where we are oh, searching for and maintaining peace perfect book for both the writer you gave me this father book. Jacques Philippe Father Jacques Philippe. Okay, I'm I feel like I give it to it. anyone, everyone. It's so good. It is one of those books that you read and then you want to read it again. I actually reread it and then gave it to my brother's of girlfriend yep. in her Easter basket because I was just like, you need to read this book. It Great. has so many little bits of wisdom. It does. Basically about just what we've talked about this entire episode, which is being at peace in the present moment not constantly searching for the next and the best, but just being at peace with the place that God has put you Mm. and being at peace with the people in your lives. Mm -hmm. There are so many quotes in there um, just about being kinder and sweeter to your friends, to your spouse, to anybody in your life. And that that is our true calling is just to be firstly at peace with ourselves and with God, but then to be at peace in any circle that we're in. I love that. You took that from that book. It's really just a book that you should have by your bed, I feel like. I think so too. Searching for and maintaining peace. Um, How to break up with your phone. Oh, one more. Ted tapes. One more. I just thought of. What? Um, This new, okay album came out by Hillsong United. Maybe you've heard it. Oh, I said that. It's great. Yes, it is so good. I started this playlist called Easter People on Spotify, but you guys should listen to it because it's, it's like uplifting. Everybody, I have to say, you need to go follow Mackenzie's playlist on Spotify. I have been following her one playlist for five years. Which one? It's, it's probably Lent, but it was with my old Facebook, so I can't get into it, so I had to make a new one. I think it's called Mama Ken's Favorites. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Mama Ken's Favorites. I love that it's one. Kind of like Mama Teen. And your Lent one is great, too. But this this thing says, but this but this album is amazing, and I I just, I don't know. Listen I totally to converted advice, to... Guys. She's got great music. Your kind of, the Hillsong United playlist is so good. I, I will tell you this song right now. Um... But I think we easily forget that Easter is a long season, you guys. It's like That's we true. celebrate Easter and then um, it's it, over. It's 50 days, I think. It's 50 days. And also, it's also isn't it Easter to Lent or Advent? Like, if you think about it, like... Well, we are the Easter people and Hallelujah is our song. Shout out to JP2. JP2, where are you? So it's called Starts and Ends and it's by Hillsong United. Ooh. It's a live studio version. You love it. Starts and Ends. So anyway, here's the starting and never ending. Here's and the starting and never ending. I'm going to go listen to that as soon yes, as we're done. You'll love it. I love it. Okay. Maybe that should be the theme song of our podcast. Oh my gosh, I would love. If you liked this first rambling podcast, 
please stick around with us as we go on this journey of creating something new. Thank you guys for listening and make sure to follow us on iTunes. Subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Absolutely. And you can also find us on Instagram. Love ya. Bye. God bless. I'm Bridget. And I'm Mackenzie. And this is Unraveling the Call. We hope you like it. Follow us at Unraveled Podcast on iTunes and Instagram. Yeah, we're not on Facebook. Yeah. Who's on on Facebook? (laughs) Or Twitter. Or Twitter. (laughs) Bye. Bye.